What was the dream that you used to have for your voice? What was the scene that used to play out in your head over and over again as you lie in bed at night or you were just by yourself imagining the possibilities? What was the scenario? What were the specifics? How was this playing out for you? And how old were you when you gave up that dream? When did you start to believe that it wasn't possible, that it wasn't available to you? (laughs) Just a few light questions to get us started here at the top of this episode of The Sound of You. What's up, my friends? It's me, Davin. I'm back. I'm so happy to be with you. It's been a minute. I know I've been busy. I've been working on some stuff, trying to make some things happen, some of which I will share with you a bit about in this episode. Life keeps on lifing. But in light of what it is that I'm working on, I felt really inspired and called to dig in with you on this topic of reclaiming our dreams. Because I'm watching this play out in my own life, but I'm also watching this play out in sort of a critical mass of my clients' lives. I don't think that that's by chance. I think we feed off of each other. I think there's a symbiotic relationship between the people that I work with and what it is that I'm doing, what it is that I'm up to, what it is that I'm dreaming about. And so that's what I really want to um, land on and explore with you today is this energetic component of our dreams and what it means to be in the flow of that energy connected to its source, connected to the truth of possibility. I'm also seeing this unfold in my group coaching program, Free Your Voice, Free Your Life, which is at the halfway point this weekend, which I'm just like so thrilled with what's happening there. If you heard some of the conversations that are happening, you would just be (laughs) pretty blown away. Like people I mean, we just been doing singing stuff and people are talking about making really significant changes in their lives. And that's what I'm here for. That's what this is about to me. If you're new to the podcast, thanks so much for joining me. I hope that if you like what you hear, I hope that if you connect with my work that you might follow me here, you might subscribe, you might check me out on social media at Davin Youngs, you might send me an email, you might tell me what you think. I love, love, love to hear from you. I think of this as a conversation and uh, yeah, I just want it to be active between the two of us. Okay, so with all of that being said, Let's talk about this idea of reclaiming your dreams. Now, I have a feeling that those questions I asked you just a moment ago here at the top of this episode, what was the dream you used to have for your voice? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you were actually able to come up with an answer to that question pretty quickly. I mean, maybe not the exact specifics of it, but there's a chance that when you were a kid or a teen or even an early adult that you had a moment of looking in the mirror with a hairbrush or you had a moment of just being out in the yard, playing, feeling free, 
And in that moment, imagining something big for yourself, something big for your life. And maybe that something big involved your voice. Maybe it even involved singing. I shared this in the very first episode of this podcast. So if you go back to episode number one, it's called Coming Out Singing. I tell my voice story. But one of the very first dreams that I remember having was to be on the TV show Star Search. I remember watching that show longingly, feeling as though it was my destiny, it was my calling to just get on that show as a kid, as a young person. I wanted because I remember the show was like in age brackets or divisions and there was like a kids division and I thought to myself that if I could get on that show before I had reached the age of becoming a teenager that I could crush it and I remember that was a driving force in taking voice lessons I wanted that so badly and I've been thinking a lot about what that dream was about what was the energy of that dream what was going on in my life that I was willing to have that sort of a large aspiration and full disclosure I don't harbor um a lot of sadness (laughs) or resentment or you know any disappointment really that I didn't end up on star search I can see clearly that my life took uh, alternative superior paths And let's be honest, if I was on it, I would have still absolutely crushed it. I mean, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera would not have known what hit them if I was their competition. But anyway, anyway, I digress. (laughs) But what was the energy of that dream? Why did I have permission at that young age? Why was I able to give myself permission? What didn't I know then or what did I know then that allowed me to go there with my heart and my mind and my spirit? I think about this a lot with my clients. I think about this a lot with the work I do around the voice. Because so often the work has an energy of reclamation. While so many times I talk about stepping into the possibility, the realm of possibility, the realm of new sounds, doing something completely new, I believe that. I believe that that's what we're doing. But the experience often for the voice user, the singer, the human being is about reclaiming something that feels really familiar from the past. It may feel epically distant, but it also feels like it's a deep knowing. It's like a coming back to a coming home. So even if I help someone make a sound or sing in a way that they've never sung before, it feels more authentically like them. It feels more true to the origin of who they are. And when they do that, a lot of times that inspires, it awakens this capacity for dreaming. Because you start to hear yourself make sounds that you didn't know you could make or you'd forgotten you make or or you haven't been able to make in a long time. And it opens your mind to the realm of possibility. And so then when that realm becomes open, it's like a portal almost that you get sucked into. And if you're willing to explore that portal, you'll find a series of portals that sort of circle back to that childhood state where anything was possible. Anything you dreamed of for your voice was possible. So what does that mean? I mean, should I aspire to, you know, be on a reality voice competition show? I mean, maybe. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't necessarily. I got some other dreams going on. But what I think it means or what I think it calls us to, again, is to explore the energy of that dream. What was I seeking in that moment? What were you seeking? What did you believe to be true about yourself? I mean, I know fundamentally that in that dreaming, there's an inherent worth and value. There's an inherent assumption around possibility and talent. I mean, I really thought I could be on that show and win that show. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether that is or was true. I really want you to hear me say that. This is not about what is rationally true. It's about a belief system about and within yourself. It's about a deep knowing around your inherent worth and value and how you can contribute and show up in the world. I knew, I knew I had a talent as a singer. I knew it and I had been given just enough affirmation, even at that very young age from the people that loved me most, that allowed me to feel safe in this dream state, allowed me to really explore the realm of possibility. But it wasn't even about singing. Do you get that? This dream, it wasn't even about singing. It was about being seen. It was about being heard. It was about fully showing up in this life. It was about putting myself in situations of risk, putting myself in situations that are expansive, that are abundant. And as far as I can tell, most of us give up on that at some point in our lives. Some of us give up on it really early on. Some of us flirt with it in and out. But a lot of us just assume those days are over. Those are childhood dreams. There's a rational reality to your life right now, and it can't reflect the energy of those dreams. Those dreams had no bearing in reality. And that's a reasonable response based on the things that have happened to you in your life. This is where the nuance comes into this. So much conversation around dreaming, around manifesting, it can seem to bypass the realities of our life. But I want you to know that both of these things can be true. You know what? Some shit happened to you. Some things happened to you. Some stuff went down that caused you, that conditioned you to believe that your dreams were not possible to achieve. You had some failures, some people said things to you, some people did things to you. And all of that is etched in your memory. It's cooked into the cells of your being. Your experiences are real. All of those things are true. And this conversation is not meant to negate any of that. And some of, some of us have had more opportunity than others. Some of us have been affirmed in ways you might not have been affirmed. You may have not been given the gifts, the attention, the love, the support that you needed at these critical times. And I want you to know that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the things that have happened to you. I'm sorry for the ways in which you have been hurt. I'm sorry for the times in which you have been led to believe that your voice didn't matter. I'm sorry for the times in which you have gleaned that it wasn't safe to be in your body. 
I'm sorry for the things that people have done to you. I'm sorry for the ways in which you have experienced heartache and heartbreak. And I'm just sorry for the pain and the suffering that is this human experience so often. But my friend, it's only a part of your story. It's only a part of your story. In fact, the story you have about those situations and those things, that might not actually be the truth of your experience. It might rather have been the story that you have created around the experience, which is why this is so powerful to explore coming back to something that feels more fundamental, something that lives beneath, something that encapsulates something that surrounds something that holds in compassion all of your pain and your suffering that can be your dreams that can be the love that inspires your dreams you know part of this thing that we're doing called adulting <laughs> is learning to reparent the child within us that had a dream is learning to heal the wounds that were left open, is learning to write a new narrative, is learning to speak truth about the realm of possibility, the realm of infinite possibility for our lives. I wanted to share with you uh, a little snippet of what someone wrote in our group chat for Free Your Voice, Free Your Life, the group coaching program that I'm in the midst of. This person, the work that we're doing, they had shared that it's raised some real questions for them about what they're doing professionally and what it is that they are desiring for themselves in their life. And they shared quite a bit of vulnerable information here. But at the very end of the post, they said, I'm not saying I want to quit my career to sing, but I kind of am. Everything in me yearns for soul searching, yet I settle for daydreams of doing what brings me life. <laughs> Honestly, that brings tears to my eyes. So powerful to read that. Do you hear what's in those words? So should this person quit their job to sing? I mean, who's to say? But it's not even about that. It's what the singing represents. The singing represents the searching. The singing represents the bringing life. The singing represents the freedom. The singing represents the dreaming. And I don't know what the situation is in your life. I don't know what the constraints are of your life. I don't know what the obligations are. I don't know what season you are in. But I long so deeply to breathe life into your dreams. I long so deeply to help you see clearly the truth of what is. You don't have to hate your life. <laughs> you don't have to hate your job. You don't have to feel suffocated. You don't have to feel constricted. You don't have to feel uneasy all of the time. And that is not to say that there won't be difficulties ahead of you. But I actually think what I am pushing for is something that's more difficult. I think that the narrowness that people get caught in, in the situations and the choices that they make, they find to be safe, actually. They find the, the pain, the suffering to be safe. 
And I'm inviting you into a whole new kind of suffering. <laughs> the kind that is necessary to encounter freedom. And here's the other thing. I often say this to my clients, but I really feel so passionately about this. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you pursue singing as a performance, art as a career. I don't care if you just let yourself go do karaoke once in a while. I don't care if you just have hard conversations. I don't care if you totally upend your whole life and move to Antarctica. I don't care. What I care is that you're happy. I need desperately for you to feel happy and free because it makes the world so much better. The you that was a little kid that had those dreams for yourself saw the world as abundant, saw the world as full of opportunity, saw yourself as an active player and an active participant in that, all of it. And the you that stays in the situations now that aren't giving you life, the you that won't even let yourself dream fully, the you that feels like the rational choices are the most important choices to make, that's the you that is limiting how it is that the whole world operates. That's the you that's not showing up for others fully. See, we have to allow ourselves to be fully ourselves so that we can be in service to others in the universe. This is not a selfish point of view. This is ultimately a selfless point of view. This is about getting rid of self. You know what self is? It's all of that bullshit understanding you have around what you're supposed to do when, where, and how, what the rules are, where you should have been, how you're too old, how you don't have enough money, how it's unlikely to work out. That's a really selfish point of view. It's a really limited self focused scope. It's a fearful point of view. And like I said, I know why you have it. I have it too. We all have it. It's part of the condition of being a human. It's part of the nature of society and culture. It's the story that your parents gave you. It's the story that their parents gave them. It's the story that your pain and your suffering and the things that have happened to you along the way they've conditioned into you. But you have capacity. You have the capacity to move beyond that story and step freely into the truth of your voice, which is an infinite, abundant, beautiful, cacophony, corral spectrum of sounds. So many sounds, sounds that you don't know, sounds that you've never known, sounds that you've known forever. And when you use your voice with that knowledge, with that understanding, you invite others into the same experience. When you sing, when you let your life really sing, you invite others to do the same. Which brings me to what I want to share with you about me. <laughs> All roads lead here to me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But it is important to me that in the work I do, that I'm living what it is that I'm teaching. I'm embodying what it is that I'm preaching. I'm smoking what I'm selling. Do you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably for two reasons. One, full disclosure, it's a bit of a defense mechanism, having seen others that don't seem to <clears throat> rise up to that which what they're, <laughs> that they're trying to sell. 
So I'll, I'll acknowledge that that's a component. There's something that I'm trying to prove in that. But what I know more importantly is that this isn't about what anyone thinks. Ultimately, it's about the fact that it makes my life better. That when I live like this, when I step into my dreams, when I confront my fears, when I move towards freedom, when I express myself how I need to be expressed, my life gets better. I get happier. And when I get happier, you know what I do? I want to tell the whole world about it. I want to bring them along. I at least want them to know that joy, that happiness, that freedom is possible for them. And it's true of everyone. Happiness is contagious. Living at this vibration, living in this sound at this frequency, it has the capacity to transform everything that it comes into contact with. I don't know if you're familiar with this concept of entrainment. It's a biomusicological term. Um, go ahead and Google that. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's a really simple premise, a really simple idea. Um, so let me explain it to you. When your phone is on vibrate and you set your phone, like let's say on your nightstand next to your bed, when your phone vibrates, it's not only your phone that vibrates. It's the nightstand too. And if the vibration is strong enough, it might just be that the floor beneath the nightstand vibrates as well. It might actually be that the floor vibrates and as a result, your bed vibrates. Or it might even be that you vibrate as a result of just being in close proximity to that. You can feel it. Now, this is a real phenomena that happens with regards to any sort of vibration. That which it comes into contact with vibrates similarly. And I just gave you a very literal, real, physical, tangible example. But think about this on a more subtle plane. Think about this. The way in which you vibrate influences how everyone else vibrates. Do you feel my vibration right now? Do you feel my energy? Do you feel my passion for you? Do you feel the way in which I want you to be free? The way in which I want you to succeed? The way in which I want your voice to be heard? It's real, my friend. It's all real. And it comes from this deep, deep desire <laughs> to reclaim that kid who longed to be on Star Search. Because that kid, ooh, he had big goals. He had big beliefs. He had a big sense around what the world had to offer him. And so part of the reason I haven't gotten to the podcast for a few weeks is because I've been working. I've been working on a couple of projects that are very much aligned with the energy that I felt when I was a kid dreaming of being on Star Search. I've been working on some stuff that I'm excited about that is I'm putting out in an attempt to show up more fully in this world. Now, I'm going to tell you what it is that I'm working on just in the spirit of vulnerability, just in the spirit of sharing <laughs> with you and with the knowledge and understanding that when we say what it is that we're doing, again, that's part of putting that vibrational energy out into the world. But also it's inviting people into the chorus. It's inviting accountability into play. So the first thing I'm working on is called The Reset. 
If you know me well, you might know that in January of this year, I had the opportunity to create an immersive sound healing experience on the stage of Orchestra Hall here in Chicago. If you're not familiar with my work, check out DavinYoungs.com. It's not my voice coaching site, my more performance sound healing site, DavinYoungs.com. But I create immersive sound healing experiences relying primarily on my voice. I do this by sending my voice through um, electronic looping devices, and I create sort of a sonic landscape, uh, a sonic pad for people to lay upon um, for 60 to 90 minutes. It's something like a fancy pants sound bath. (laughs) I also use sound healing instruments when I do this, the gong, crystal singing bowls, tuning forks, etc. But in January, I had the opportunity to do this on a stage of a size that I had never been able to do it before. And I have to tell you that felt very much of the energy of my childhood dreams. And It also felt in the moment very much like a big fat yes. Like I knew very clearly that I was ready. I was prepared for this moment. I was able to show up and give this moment what it needed. And I felt accomplished in my skill and my ability. And I felt like I was able to hold the space. And it was just a big yes, yes, yes. So I walked away from that experience as many of us do when we get opportunities to perform. And I went, I want more of that. I want more of that. Hey, universe, I'm ready for more of that. But the thing about the universe, it asks for some specificity. The universe requires you to get in and ask for specifics so that it can provide that which you already have. So I've spent a few months here thinking about how I might market this opportunity to similar spaces like the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. And so I've created The Reset, which is sort of some branding around this immersive sound healing experience that happens in iconic spaces, particularly stages. In fact, I've been thinking that to begin with, I'm really targeting orchestral halls because there's something so incredible about being able to lay down on the stage of an orchestra hall and look out at the audience rather than be in the audience looking in. And the spaces are acoustically beautiful and they have all of the lights and the sound built in. It doesn't require a lot of extra effort to make the space work. And So that's why I created TheResetSoundExperience.com, TheResetSoundExperience.com. And truthfully, I've worked really hard at it. I worked really hard at putting this together. I spent lots of hours thinking about the branding and the language and everything about it. And you know what I've been doing ever since then? I have been emailing everyone I can think of. A lot of cold emailing. It's not my favorite thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) But I believe so wholeheartedly in the power of this experience to be successful, for it to be of service to others. And I believe so wholeheartedly in my body, my embodied voice as being the conduit for that spirit and that energy that I'm just really ready to roll with it. I'm really ready to make it happen. Now, don't worry. This can happen alongside my coaching. (laughs) We're not giving that up. We're going to keep doing that. But I want to always prioritize my voice first, because when I am in alignment with the truth of my voice, then I can be of great service to every one of my clients. Now, the other thing about this, too, is although I have a clear vision for how this can happen, 
And I actually think I have a fairly practical and rational way of bringing others into that vision. I am very open to the universe to provide me an alternative point of view. Again, this is not about a dream. This is about reclaiming the dream. (laughs) Are you catching me there? This is about stepping back into the energy that a dream provides. This is not about a dream. This is about the dream. This is about being willing to dream. And however that presents itself to me, I am declaring wholeheartedly that I am open. I'm ready to receive. I am ready to supply. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so that's one of the things I've been working on. The second thing I've been working on is in 2016, in 2017, I started a company. It's called Voxus, V-O-X-U-S. And the premise around that company was bringing improvisational singing to corporate groups for corporate meetings, corporate events, corporate retreats, team building. It built off the work I do around improvisational singing, circle singing. Again, the improvisational singing is what I use to create my immersive sound healing experiences. But for years here in Chicago, I've been bringing others together in this form that can best be described as sort of like a a drum circle for the voice, but getting people to improvise in a way that creates spontaneously composed music. In 2016, 2017, I had the bright idea to bring this to corporate groups. (laughs) I mean, look, I knew that fundamentally this work was transformational, that when you get people to sing together, they just step into a new understanding of their life and their community and their, the possibility for connection. And I knew that there was a business opportunity to bringing this to business spaces. Um, And I had some success. I was able to do some really cool, amazing gigs right off the bat. I got a little bit of attention around it. I had friends that set me up with amazing opportunities. But when when those opportunities sort of started to fizzle, I bumped up against the reality of the effort that it was going to take for me to make this happen. And that happened to converge with a number of other sort of mm, psychological, emotional, spiritual shifts that were happening in my life, some relational things that were happening. And I, at the time, didn't feel like I had the energy or the desire really to pursue this. But recently I got an email out of the blue. Someone had seen this video that I had created for Voxus back in 2017, and they wanted to know if Voxus was still a thing. Now, mind you, I had let the website go dormant. I hadn't even spoken about it. So to get this email was quite surprising for me. But long story short, they were interested in hiring Voxus. I was open to the possibility, but I didn't have any of the collateral (laughs) that one should send to a company looking to hire you. And it got me thinking. It got me thinking about the nature of that work. And it got me thinking about why it was that I even started the company to begin with. And it got me think about thinking about this dream energy that I'm talking to you about here today. And I thought to myself, why would I not open that channel to the universe? Why have I let that channel go quiet? Why would I not make myself available to use this skill that I have to bring others together in song? And so I put my ass in gear.
<laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what it was about this moment right now. I mean, literally, I was in the thick of like making the reset thing, making it happen. And I decided to, alongside that, put Voxus back on the map. I created a new website, voxusexperience.com. I re-edited the video with more contemporary footage. And I just decided to say, hey, universe, I'm available for this. I want to embody this energy of getting up in front of large groups and using my voice as an inspiring sound for them. I want to use the skills that I've cultivated over all these years, and I want to share them with others in a way that makes me feel so alive, in a way that makes me feel scared. If you want to know what fear is, you should experience what it's like trying to get 200 accountants to imp sing improvisationally <laughs> together. I mean, talk about feeling fear. But the collective joy that that brings, oh, it's so juicy and so gorgeous and so beautiful and so worth it. And so I'm ready. I'm open. I'm here. I'm available. I am willing to follow the energetic urge, the energetic nudge that that childhood dream continues to foster within me. Now, just like with the reset, I have a really clear vision for what this could be. I have a clear vision for where this would be very successful. I know based on some experience I have what I can show up and provide and do, but I am open to all possibilities. I am open to the ways in which the universe will present to me that which is available in a way that's actually going to probably expand me further than anything that I could dream. You know, your dreams, your dreams, my dreams, our dreams, they're always actually too small. Your dreams are too small. What you can come up with, <laughs> it's not nearly as big as what the universe can provide. I know that to be true based on my experiences. But the unwillingness to even let yourself dream is the unwillingness to trust in the promise that is the abundance of the universe. And you might hear me say that and you might think to yourself, abundance, <laughs> you haven't seen my bank account. You don't know how old I am. You don't know what my job is like. You don't know what it's like to raise these children. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know how many more skills I need to obtain. And you're right, I don't know any of those things. But what I do know is what I've seen time and time again with the people I work with who are willing to confront all of those things, the money, the age, the time, the obligations, and just really see them clearly for what they are. Not that they're not true. This is not about negating truth, but understanding that they are not the totality of any story. Truth be told, this requires some faith, some belief. But what I'm trying to point you toward here is this isn't a faith or a belief that you haven't known before. It's just a faith and a belief that you've become estranged from. So much so that you're even willing to ignore the most obvious signs that this isn't it. 
this isn't in alignment with your dreams. This isn't even what makes you happy. You're willing to ignore the discomforts in your body. You're willing to ignore the sadness in your heart. You're willing to accept boredom. You're willing to put up with the mundane nature of your days, but you know you want more. You know it. You know it deep inside. And my friend, you can claim more. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it for myself. I believe it because I've seen it play out in the lives of so many others. And it isn't easy, but thank God. Because all of those struggles, all of those difficulties that you will go through on your way to stepping into this new chapter, into this new phase of freedom, into this new life of allowing your dreams to come through. They will refine you. They will allow you to show up with gratitude. They will make you so ready. They will tune you perfectly so that you can vibrate in just the way that you need to at that moment. And I know that you think they will define you. I know that you think that one failure, one flop, one embarrassment, one showing up and not being at the peak of your skill and ability is going to be the thing that does you in. It's going to make the whole house of cards fall. But it won't. I promise. And I know you don't know that because you'll have to go through it to know it. So you'll just have to take my word on that. They will not define you. They will refine you. And as a result, you will be ready. So my friend, I leave you with these questions. What was the dream that you had as a kid? What was the dream you had as a teen for your voice? And then what is the dream that you have now? Are you willing to dream it? Are you willing to fully dream it? Are you willing to say it out loud? I want to offer you an opportunity. I want to offer myself as a confidant for you on this journey. If you would be so bold, I want to invite you to send me an email or a DM telling me what that dream is. Telling me what it is that you imagine for yourself, what it is that you want for yourself, what it is that you hope will be true. And I'll receive that. I'm going to be just the repository. I'm going to be the way in which you start to articulate this. And my hope is, is that I'm not the first person you tell about this. I hope you tell other people. But if you need to practice somewhere, say it aloud to me. Remember, first you have to let yourself dream it. And then you need to say it aloud. You need to vibrate it into being. And then you have to follow the urge, the creative urge that comes with having done that. You have to make choices according to that. Now, remember, this isn't about that dream. It's not about any specific dream. It's just the momentum, the energy that that dream holds. It's the choice that you make because you've articulated it. 
It's the choice that you make because you know that exists within you. It's the behavior that changes because you have made the deliberate decision to honor this deep part of you, this truth within you. So sending me your dream, it's not me holding you accountable to that, but it's us collectively agreeing that there is so much possible for who you are. But you have to start by being willing to say the big stuff. Don't start small. (laughs) If you start small, you're going to find a budgetary constraint. You're going to find a time constraint. You're going to find, you know, an age that's wrong. You name it. You'll come up with it. Start big. Go for big. Go for the thing that doesn't make sense. And if you're so bold, tell me or tell someone else about it. You can email me davin at davinyoungsvoice.com. You can find me on Instagram at davinyoungs. And uh, yeah, hit me up. Find me. Tell me how this is landing for you. I hope you feel the passion within this from me. I hope you feel the energy of it. I hope at the very least you feel encouraged to step outside of the loop that you've been in. The loop of small, finite, disappointing (laughs) possibility. Let's think big. Let's go big. Let's follow the energy of your dreams. Until next time, my friends, peace. Thank you.